Last night, Maddie was like, are you okay? You're just staring into space. And I was like, I'm actually just thinking about Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. What a lovely day to listen to Sync Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and I'm on all those um, Jersey Boys videos that Facebook is trying to get you to watch if you're yeah. in Auckland. <laughs> um, and joining me is um, my own, our own, our own war boy, yeah. James Barron. Hi there, I ride eternal, Gareth. It's me, James Barron, war boy. You love the Jersey uh, Boys, I love the war boys. This is <laughs> the key difference between us. That is, yeah. <laughs> in our friendship. Yeah, oh. man. Mad- Do you think there's any money in Jersey War Boys? Uh, maybe. It'd be a high-energy show. That's a guarantee. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the unlikely pairing, though. Goodness oh, yes. me. Uh, yeah, Mad Max Fury Road this week, Gareth. Um, oh, hell yeah. I'm ready to drive yeah. into the literal sunset with you. <laughs> Um, what is your relationship with Mad Max Fury Road? Okay, so um, when this came out, I, w- I had not seen a Mad Max movie before at all. And I heard yeah. from a couple of people like, oh, it's really good. You should go see it. And so I think I went to see it with my family first in the cinema. And after that, I, w- I fucking loved it. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then I watched it again in the same week. I think maybe two or three days later, I went back yeah. and watched it again. Because <laughs> I really love this movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, <sighs> is the best way to describe it. Holy crap. It's just all, all good at all times. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? Like, very similar. I saw it... I think weekend of release, mm. and then I think I was in. I went during your second watch. You oh, and yeah, I yeah. saw it. Hell yeah! And it was both of our second time. I think. Okay. With another friend who was um, her third time, probably at that point. Dang. Um, our friend Min, who is also the one who pointed out to us that it is famously the plot is they go somewhere and then they turn back to go to where they came from. Yes, it is. That's the full story of Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. If you want the Cliff's Notes, it's a bunch of people drive a long way and then they turn around and drive all the way back. That's it. That's honestly all you need. This movie... uh, Like, they should transplant pure imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and put it in this film because the amount of imagination in, like, every single frame is Mm. so beautiful. Like... Everything you know just has a full backstory that, like, is ready if you ask. Like, every minor weird character has a beautiful full name and, like, interesting, like, makeup and injuries and stuff. Yes. It's all so well thought out, you know. Yeah. I I love it. Um, Yeah, I could definitely see, like, a a trailer being cut of this movie to Pure Imagination, but it would be one of those (laughs) terrible, like, breathy covers of Mm. the song, you know know what I mean? Oh, yeah. How they do these, like, covers of, like, Crazy by Seal and stuff, and it's just, like, this weird breathy version, you're like, oh, okay. That's that's more just me commentating on the state of, um, (laughs) of movie trailers in today's day and age, but... Anyway, <laughs> it's so rough. Those are sneaking into the movies. Like in um, oh, Birds God. of Prey, there's a whole bunch of them and it's atrocious. And it's like half, 
that and then half like fun upbeat punk songs and you're like i want i want the other half please yeah give me cherry bomb yeah for real maybe it's just yeah like movie trailers well, movie trailers and movies are kind of blending together in terms of what hollywood think people want i don't know oh for sure yeah there's so many movies that have been re-edited to be more like the trailer yeah and by the same like, token trailers trailer. are trailers yeah. are edited to like cover most of the whole movie as well yeah yeah gosh so like that's how pretty much what we've described of like trailers are boring <laughs> um <laughs> movies are trying to just be trailers and trailers are trying to be movies that was the like the world that mad max the film not the character yeah. um fury road like sped into like there's no reason it's similar to Paddington last week. There's no reason <laughs> this should be so good. Like, if you said the best movies of the last decade were going to be the one about Facebook and the one, the fourth Mad Max, people would be like, what are you talking about? Are you insane? Yeah, that sounds yeah. like the ravings of a madman. <laughs> that you, like, someone came back from the future just shouting that on the street. It's like, you're going to be watching a film about Facebook. And it's like, yeah. no, no, we're not. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, it's you're absolutely right in this movie. Uh, it sh- shreds its expectations from the get go, mm. right? Like, yeah, you th- you think you know what you're in for because there have been three Mad Max movies up until this point. I still haven't seen any of them, which is ah. really bad. So, but I don't <laughs> need to because I feel like this is like the best one. Yeah, so, and it doesn't expect you to. It expects you to no. know maybe the idea that it's the post-apocalyptic. Yeah, I know, like, yeah, I I went going and knowing, like, the vague, like, zeitgeisty version of what Mad Max Mm. is, like, Mel Gibson in the apocalypse post some kind, yeah, post some kind of natural disaster or a horrific event, and now everyone's, like, fighting for resources in a big desert version of Australia. Like, that's that's sort of all you need to know going in. I uh, love that it's Australia as well, and the amount of Australian <laughs> accents in this movie is so happy. Hell it makes me yeah. so happy. It's so good. <laughs> There's mm. a bunch of like Australianisms that make it in as well. Oh yeah. Just little like cheeky references and stuff. That's so good. Yeah, and there's so many actors who are in this who then you go onto their IMDB and it's like Mad Max and then Home and Away. Like they've only done a small yeah. Australian things other than that. Red Dog in this film, and that's like it. <laughs> yeah yeah very true oh, red dog yeah man shout outs to my man red dog <laughs> speaking of red dogs oh. did you know they're making a live action clifford movie no how did they, clifford how they the big red dog. A dog that big garrett i know that's impossible i'm <laughs> what I'm, I'm like i'm completely shook i'm shook i'm <laughs> Taken aback earlier this week by the news that Shrek 5 is in development. What? I know. Uh, and then also, now there's, a, now there's a Clifford movie that I need to worry about as well. Oh, is it the one yeah. where he gets stuck in the firehouse? That was the one. That, I hope so. That was the one that stressed me out. <laughs> yeah. It's just so oh, big. What if they need to fight a fire? I know, right? God damn. Bloody Clifford at it again. Yeah. But yeah, Mad Max. Oh. <laughs> baby <laughs> shall we get into mad max doesn't have to worry about clifford no he doesn't he's got to worry about how he syncs up with the old stylings of a 70s rock band though yeah you know how is he syncing up with the floyds that's yes what, that's i'm what we want to know oh, 
I, 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 I'm already, I'm like Mad Max at the beginning of this film, you know, I'm speechless. Yeah. Because he doesn't speak for ages. It's true. Little <laughs> do we know what's going to happen to old mate Max at the start. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we get in? Shall we dive in and discuss? Let's dive in. Discuss some sinking of, of Floyd's and Mad yeah. Max. Let's do it. Diving in being something they don't do much in Mad Max because there's famously not a lot of water. Very little water to dive into. <laughs> but we're going to dive in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Opening titles, baby, over the the classic intro of our album. Here we go. Uh, and oh, I said our album. I'm claiming ownership on this one. It's I think at this now. point, yeah, we've at least got a one percent stake in this album. <laughs> yeah, we're building our we're building up our shareholder interest in Dark Side of the <laughs> <Yeah>. Moon <laughs> in order to slowly take it over by acquiring yeah. more and more share in it eventually oh. <laughs> all the listens will be from us you know? oh yeah yeah and then we'll have no audience so that would be bad <laughs> yeah true um but yeah talking to, uh we get like some uh over overdubbing from um max about how the world like some very brief uh getting you up to speed on everything that's happened the cliff's yeah. notes on the apocalypse effectively <laughs> And and then yeah, the opening shot is just like him standing, looking into the distance, potentially taking a piss. It looks like the pose oh. that he is. I don't know for sure, but it could just be him standing stoically. But whatever. There's a shot. <laughs> I'm not sure, but there's a shot of a uh, yeah, a two-headed lizard out here mm. as well. So showing you that things are a bit messed up out here in the desert. All right. There's a cool two-headed lizard. I wish. Yeah. There was- more little stuff like this in the film there is there's like lots of little details throughout which is oh great. heck yeah 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 there's like it's i think it's part of the beauty of this and back to the imagination thing is yes it's a like old franchise Ooh. that like has a lot of weight behind it so they probably that's how they got their budget but because it's not tied to books or comic books or um the expanded star wars lore or anything like yeah. you can just chuck something in weird like a two-headed lizard or um famously the stilt walkers later in the movie oh my god love and them. oh same and like they the audience gets to have fun with it they get to like they don't have to oh i bet i have to go on wikipedia now and look up what's up with the two-headed lizard they get to just fill in the blanks themselves and be like cool two-headed lizard i bet that's had some had a life yeah absolutely they just yeah. like, have to have to figure it out for themselves it's just like small little story notes that's the best yeah kind of thing um and yeah it's also yeah it does definitely doesn't suffer from being like a reboot effectively and that mm. it's like it's still the same characters and stuff but it's like um yeah it is i guess in the future further than the series but same director and everything and showrunner behind everything so it's yeah. still like gonna have the same feel and he knows that world so well that he's just sort of playing around in that space, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, he's been thinking about this film and trying to get it made for... Um, I think the plan was in the 90s to start it. And oh, my God. It got pushed back to the early 2000s. And Gee. then they were all set to shoot it. And then they had to stop because they couldn't go into the desert um, while the Iraq war was kind of big. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm reading here that he started, yeah, d- development started back in 1987. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, continued, like, he had the idea then, 
and then like wanted to start shooting in 2001 2003 and then in 2009 actually started filming yeah and at one point they were like we can't do this it's gonna have to be animated or something like that like if you want to do it because it's too this director also made happy feet i know right everyone needs to know (laughs) it's the best that's the best fact right that he made all the mad maxes and happy feet (laughs) yeah and babe pig in the city (laughs) wild but like canon that they're they're all the same universe for real oh for sure yeah (laughs) like happy feet is just dealing with like the arctic um apocalypse yeah (laughs) but famously um happy feet was because this old grizzled cameraman he was talking to george miller the director Mm. um said to him like oh you think the desert's tough you should go to antarctica you've got to make a movie about antarctica you've got to make mad max but in antarctica oh my god and then he was like okay sweet but then just made it about dancing penguins (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah that's great it's Mm. (laughs) if it was mad max but in antarctica i feel like that would work but the fact that he like was goaded into making happy feet is the funniest (laughs) thing in the world yeah oh my lord okay but yeah they were going to make this animated um, but they pull, called that off because he'd already built some of the cars. He just had them. Oh my god, that's yeah. sweet. So oh. cool, right? The, yeah, the one of the we'll get to it. Well, I, I'm gonna gush about every part of this movie oh, coming yeah. up, but I'll, I'm gonna save bits for when it's more relevant, I suppose, because we've got a bit of movie to go. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> so that's the first frame. Yeah, that's the, um, the, the opening frame. frame of the movie. The first like three seconds. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, he fucking drives off in his sweet car over some breathe and immediately mm. is in trouble. <laughs> like is being pursued by some uh, warriors, war boys on bikes. They're coming up behind him in hot pursuit and like a jeep yeah. thing, I guess. And yeah, they've got these like spears with explosives attached to the end of them. Is there, like, key weapon? We're going to see a lot of these over the course yeah. of the movie. A fucking, yeah, it's great. Just throwing this, like, bomb attached to a spear at a car and it exploding is just, it's great visual. It's so, oh, yeah. so dynamic and <laughs> reads really well in the frame. You can mm. see exactly what's going on. It's really sweet. That's um, the other beauty of this movie is, like, everything is designed so you understand what's going on like yeah. wide open spaces things are often in the center of the screen or they'll speed up or slow down if it's like the yeah, frame right yeah. if it's going to be like too confusing yeah this is yeah, one of the movie's great successes is the clarity yeah. with which you can read everything that's happening on screen <clears throat> there's, some, there's something that a lot of the uh action movies can get really really ro- really wrong like um, yes for sure transformers and things like that for example where it's just like a mess of cgi on screen yeah. clashing together and you have no idea what's happening um this is another reason why I like the movie uh, Pacific Rim and that like the the robots are moving so slowly but they're so detailed that you can see like exactly what's happening and everything has like weight behind it, you know? Yeah, um, I get that. Yeah, so Mad Max is the same way and that they, they always make it clear exactly what you're seeing and mm. like block out shots in a way so it's not just like a mess of explosions, which it could well be um oh yeah totally yeah but no this movie was like storyboarded to all hell i believe like storyboards instead of a script were made as well 
So it was like a visual novel <laughs> before it was a film, <laughs> you know? Amazing. Uh, but so yeah. cool. Uh, so yeah, we get a little bit of like um, flashback stuff here as uh, Max has been captured and taken mm. away over the old uh, uh, breathe vocal kicking in. Um, and yeah, this flashback stuff again is like cutting back to old movie stuff. Uh, his like dead daughter and stuff that he's having uh, PTSD kind of flashbacks to. Um, yeah, well, actually, because he had a son in the oh first son. One. Oh, okay. So the it's another kind of rebooty thing, but I kind of like it. Is like we're just getting a flashback to something that's happened off screen. We're kind of like between all his adventures that they've made oh, films okay. into, he also let this kid down. Right. So it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's 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 sort of unrelated, but yeah, you can see that he's got this like horrific troubled past of people that he's yeah, let down sure. in the past and yeah um but yeah it, it's also his uh monologue continues over top of this and he says that it's, mm. he's a man reduced to a single instinct and it's to survive it's great yeah um and that's exactly when pink floyd say all your life will ever be and then yeah when he says survive they say run which is like his other thing that he's all about yeah true Heck too yeah. true nice Oh yeah, I'm I'm getting excited about the sinks in this movie, Gareth. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so yeah, there there's a really like, another like sweet little detail here. They do this like tattoo across his back, because mm. um, he's being used as a blood bag or used as like a um, just a body to be like harvested for the yeah. cause of this this uh, citadel that he's now been taken to. Um, but yeah, it like describes every part of him. Mm. As if he, he were, like, livestock, like, tattooed onto his body. Notably, he's a universal donor of blood, which is going to come up uh, multiple times. Um, oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, On the Run starts up here as soon as he tries to escape. Like, they're trying yes. to, like, brand him, like, across the back of his neck. And he just gets up to, a, like, swivels and tries to escape. And that's exactly when On the Run kicks in for this, like, quick chase sequence at the start. I'm like, hell yeah yeah it's so perfect yes excellent <laughs> um yeah this this chase sequence yeah again intercut with like flashes of the people that he's let down in his mm. life and very he, like, similar to this album as well like the little flashes of um audios of like vocals and um interviews and like weird plane sound effects and stuff are very similar yeah it's a nice little um nice little uh match there with the old yeah cutting back and forth between these two things and yeah it's it's a similar kind of uh tone feeling <laughs> mm. for both parts um but yeah like uh he makes it to this door burst through this door and nearly falls to his death as it's just a like a back bus door i feel like or like a van door that just opens out into an open cliff face <laughs> yeah which is great why would you have this door i don't know war boys <laughs> are crazy Makes a great shot, but yeah, we yeah. see like this whole scene of like where he actually is. He's inside this huge mountain with, uh, yeah, like nice um, vegetation and stuff growing on top of it. This will become relevant as well because they're in like this huge desert. And this is like one of the only places where um, things grow. <laughs> mm. uh, and yeah, it's like suspended at like 500 feet in the air or something. <laughs> and yeah, tries to get away but is pulled back inside by this like whole host of war boys who like pull him in and then cover his face. And that's where we get the title cards. Yeah. I think that's so sweet. Oh, I really love it there. Yeah. It's such a shame that the title card is 
like the visual equivalent of the crash sound from on the run but it's like a minute oh, or so too early right i wish i wish it hit at the mm. same time that would have been perfect just we would have had to have too much uh chase sequence throughout yeah, yeah that, that's another instance where they have really high frame rate to make it look like max is just like making snap decisions super fast and just mm. like running around freaking out he's in like a really crazed state trying to get away like a frightened animal sort of yeah mm. um yeah this is uh so yeah after the title card we like it's cuts to the back of um furiosa's neck implying she's got like the brand that uh, max was going to get implying that max has been branded at this stage i think he yeah. does um but yeah like it's like a really nice either side of the title card like linking these two characters and yeah mm. we're introduced to um furiosa here who's prepping for a journey with the war rig she's a fucking badass already she's got a prosthetic oh arm um, yeah and like amazing makeup she's got like oil or something um across the like de- f- across her forehead down to her eyes and it just looks sick it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah charlie's Theron playing um uh yeah cypher herself cypher yeah and a, one of the greatest characters of like the last 20 years if i had to trust anyone to control a bunch of cars it's gonna be charlie's <laughs> right oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like both showings she knows what she's doing um but yeah it's great um, all the war boys in the background are like preparing for this journey that's about to uh, begin and they're chanting out this like prayer to all these different things talking about what their value and stuff just like really small little like world building things mm. in this movie that are just slotted in and you just never notice it just like the world in this movie it just feels so rich and so yeah like you can tell this guy has just been living in this world four years he knows exactly like every part of it and that's like one of the best things that's one of my favorite things about cinema is that it can like transport you to this completely other world you know yeah yeah it's it's fantastic just being here and like seeing (laughs) all these people like doing their own thing and like it just makes sense oh it's rad um it's such a trick because i feel like there's a lot of comic books i've read where there's a clearly a lot of thought into the world but they've only got a time to show you a small glimpse of it yeah and you just feel kind of like alienated you're like oh well i don't i don't understand what that word means and i suppose i don't read too much fantasy novels because of that reason Mm. as well it's just like that's fair this is too much to understand your world but like it's really good restraint that he just shows you just enough to get your imagination yeah like frothing similar to what we were saying about the two-headed lizard like that's yeah yeah, i would say that that's the key difference between a good fantasy and a bad fantasy is that Mm. like when when that kind of thing catches you off guard or it's like in your face and you're like well i don't know what a a splodiferous is you know (laughs) like that's like it's it doesn't work if something pulls you out of that situation Mm. out of the story because you don't understand or it's some fantasy thing that doesn't make any sense like that's where it's bad but if you if you can relate to it in like a sort of human level like of storytelling right you understand the stakes of what's happening and the plot and all the people involved right that's good and all this fantasy stuff is just color like filling in the blanks so that people can have like fun sword fights or whatever you want to do whatever you want to do with it right that's what makes a good fantasy like using fantasy to tell a good story 
and that's exactly yeah. that's exactly what this movie does is that like it's it's telling a, a really like simple story but a great one and all this stuff is just filling in the background just coloring mm. in around the edges and like it's just it's builds this really believable world so that all these insane things can happen in it and it's brilliant like that's yeah that's my <laughs> my thesis on mad max love it yes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we we cut back to the film. We've got crash sound here aligning with basically nothing over... Uh, yeah. It's just Immortan Joe's, like, first appearance, really. He's getting, like, this armor put onto him. He's, he's our key antagonist for the film. He looks fucking amazing, this costume that he's in. Yeah. It's like this perspex plexiglass kind of armor with, like, medals emblazoned on it. He's got yeah, this, and fake abs. Yep, yep. He's got this like combination gas mask slash breathing apparatus thing with like a um a like big sack at the back that expands and contracts when he breathes. As mm. like it sort of like frames him like a um sort of like Elizabethan rough kind of thing at the same time. Like it's yes, this, yeah. He's like he's clearly royalty, and then yeah, he's got he's like. Much like his war boys, he's all like white and uh, washed out. He's got this long, uh, messed up hair. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love him. But Morton Joe, like the whole character is summed up by his look. You can take mm. one look at the, this guy and you're like, oh shit, it's Desert Darth Vader. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> like, that's his <laughs> whole deal. Um, it's great. But yeah, here he is. He like comes out over um, clocks the clocks in time busting in as he's ready to address the yes. like, crowds of people that are all gathered at the base of his big mountain citadel where he lives with all the war boys. And um, yeah, they're all like cheering to him. Uh, he's the leader of these people effectively there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, <clears throat> he, they only really follow him because he provides a very small amount to help them. Yeah. That he, he has access to, uh, water well thing i think it's like pumped out of the ground here and he distributes yeah. the water in very small amounts to the masses um <clears throat> in this moment sorry i'm coughing i need a glass of water hold on speaking of oh, much speaking like of, the characters i'm bloody parched mate i'm out in the <laughs> desert oh. oh i will say so we've got this villain with big ridiculous hair mm. who leads an army of like angry young pale men uh-huh. and like holds himself rallies yeah and like all this stuff if this movie had come out two years after 2015 <laughs> it would have been way too on the nose instead this movie comes out a month before donald trump announces he's <laughs> running for president <laughs> like, yeah did he watch this movie and go like hey that gives me an idea I could- <laughs> he watches and relates so hard to a morton joe <laughs> fuck <laughs> I mean, maybe, like, yeah. he's like, I could build that empire where everyone's <laughs> starving for water, everyone's <sighs> dying of thirst, and I'm the one who provides. Yeah, oh. I get to wear, I get longer hair, I get to wear some armor, Yeah, get to I drive s- a cool car. I could see that bleak future, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, thankfully, it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ladies and gents, listeners, <laughs> uh, everything's fine. We don't have an Immortan Joe leader yet. We've got a Morton yeah. Joe Biden instead. <laughs> oh, you've said that, and now some out there, some like alt right dork is is just like, oh no, being activated. 
Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I don't like a fucking sleeper agent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, this is the my com- my comedy curse is that I mm. accidentally bring the old right out somehow. Oh God, I hate that. That's the worst satire. Yeah, too good. Yeah, who knows? You yeah. tell us, listeners. <laughs> God. Uh, no, yeah, I in, in no way support the alt right. Sweet no, statement. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, they distribute the water out of these, like, three big uh, water pipes, and they all, like, scamper and fight each other trying to get the water. And it's only for, like, a few seconds as well. Yeah. And presumably he's not doing this every day. He's kind of a a bastard, a cruel dictator, if you will. Oh, heck Um, yeah. And yeah, um, he even says that you should not become addicted to water, which is amazing. Just great dialogue. Yeah, for sure. So, like orwellian yeah <laughs> fucking amazing um and yeah uh the convoy rolls out as we um getting into time's vocal kicking in it's like yeah immediately after his speech is completed we get into the vocal and yeah it's like cool here we go <laughs> yeah pink floyd are waiting for him to stop speaking before they started singing very polite yeah it works yeah. um and yeah they're going out to fetch the gas and bullets which are the like other two other than water they're the two key commodities of this world right we've got yeah, yeah this is what this whole society runs on and i just love it's so cartoony and cliche but i, I do love it that each of these things have their own towns yeah that they visit there's gas town and like the bullet farm and that's just <laughs> where they are so yeah good. oh my god um and yeah so meanwhile max is just like chilling in this cage and then he's being used as a um human blood bag for one of the war boys um nux here i believe i don't know yeah if we, i don't know if we meet him right now um no we don't i think we sort of do he gets like plugged in but we don't really get we don't really see him yet yeah yeah um and yeah from furiosa's like starts her plan at this stage she starts like drifting off road off course from where she's supposed to be going and the convoy are like oh shit is this some kind of like secret mission that we're on okay yeah <laughs> i do love that they just sort of buy into what she's doing at the start they're just like oh okay i see i see what's yeah. going on and yeah we go back to uh we like this is our first sign that something's up but um yeah we cut back to the uh the old Morton Joe Citadel. And there are all these, like, this is another little detail thing. There's all these, like, mothers being milked, like, attached to, like, cow milk things, milk yeah. machines. It's messed up, but <laughs> that's what's going on. Milk is, like, another <laughs> weird thing that's going on in this movie. This, like, this is called Mother's Milk, literally. Yeah. Throughout. And, like... We find out one of the big tanks on the war rig is just full of this milk. Yeah. It's like what they're trading. I think they, so I think they do this as like a trick for the, the bikers, right? Later on. Later oh, on. When they're right. Tra- yeah. Later on when they're going to trade the like huge amount of gas, they instead filled it up with mother's milk as like, because they had access to way more of that than they did gas. And so yeah. they did that and they'll be like, oh, here you go. Here's the gas. So it was always going to go south you know yeah yeah i think that's what was going on there anyway um that's just a theory from old james i don't (laughs) know if that's canon or not um but yeah uh meanwhile yeah this is where 
this is where a Morton figures out something's going on. He's hanging out with his sons here. We've got, uh, what are both their names? What the big guy's called Rictus Erectus, which is like yeah. fantastic naming. Um, who's the little guy? Cause there's like a little guy who's hanging out in a little, uh, chair. Um, he has a very hard name to Google because I tried to figure that out as well. What mm. his character's name was. Um, uh, oh, Corpus Colossus. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Another good name. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, they, they spot the, the convoy going off course and Joe's like, what the fuck's going on? And he race, races off, um, through some like hallways and stuff into this big, through this big safe door. Mm. like a bank safe um style vault uh that he unlocks to this like huge birdcage like room where he keeps all his wives uh he has five wives that he keeps there <laughs> that have all escaped and they've like um graffitied the walls and floors and stuff they've written um our babies will not be warlords over the uh top of the door they've written who killed the world Mm. and um uh, further on they uh say, they wrote uh we are not things as well which is um amazing that's all like uh this is the reasons for their escape basically yeah and yeah so furiosa has gone rogue and taken these wives rescue tried to rescue them and that's the plan that's in action right now and so yeah he's pretty pissed and so he sends out the crew yeah all his boys he sends out literally everybody in his um yeah employment like the whole army basically except for like the children war boys which are unable <laughs> yeah. to go um but yeah every everybody is getting ready and uh you here is where we meet nux um uh key character war boy here yeah. uh, right as we get into great gig as well it's like we get oh, the yeah. opening chords of great gig as we meet uh yeah, Nicholas Holt as Nux, crushing it. Love him from Skins. Yeah, yeah. I, where I know him from. <laughs> yeah, at this point himself. it was the same. You know, he's done like he's done amazing stuff. Yeah, I loved him in The Great as well. Check that mm. one. Out. That's he's shit. amazing in The Great. That's my second favorite uh, Nicholas Holt performance. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, here he is hanging out. He's like having an argument with his like brother, quote unquote. I don't know. Um, where they're wanting to um they're all grabbing these steering wheels from like an altar of skulls um yeah. ready to get going because the steering like the right to drive is like a, this whole religious practice amongst the war oh, yeah. boys you know and so it's all yeah there's they've got their whole society built around it and they're yeah basically what they live for is to like ride and die on the fury road yeah that's the the whole vibe of the war boys it's great um and yeah so they're like posturing between each other about uh, wanting to get out there and um nux himself has like a blood weakness because most of the war boys are like fucked up from radiation (laughs) i believe and that they're oh yeah a lot of they're like a lot of them have like messed up tumors and stuff on their bodies mm. and they're all like they've got like horrific white skin that's all flaking off and stuff you know yeah it's the whole thing that's going on to them yeah uh, i guess he's like trying to do this like uh, experiments to make like better warriors maybe i don't know or maybe it's just the effects of the apocalypse affecting these people i don't know i think it's a bit of both and probably like he's not um sharing any you know medicines or anything with them so, yeah yeah 
True. getting sicker as they like get older and breed and stuff but yeah he's literally hooked up to um max by a like blood transfusion device here he's getting like uh blood pumped into him because again max is a universal donor and so giving him blood so that he will survive um and yeah so he's not supposed to be going anywhere because he's sick and they were like ah oh, they bond over being like wanting to die amazingly on the fury road and a blaze of <laughs> glory it's like yeah okay you can drive so we'll hook up the blood bag to the front of the car <laughs> and so yeah they strap uh max he's wearing like a metal muzzle on his face to the front of this like jeep <laughs> yeah as they're rolling out um yeah we see all these really amazing cars which they made all of these mm. are real <laughs> props like these huge vehicles that have been altered and covered yeah. in like spikes and stuff <laughs> it looks amazing um yeah there's a morton joe's car is like three um like cadillacs like frankenstein together into like a monster <laughs> yeah. truck which is amazing <laughs> um and yeah they're, there's they all have their own like unique designs and yeah it's just i just love letter to that because yeah it's very much like a comic book brought, brought to life um oh heck yeah because you could just draw this fine hell like, yeah like you like cars draw me a car why not yeah but to make all of these cars and just have them they're like they're i'm glad drivable. they got to make this they're all drivable and they're all safe for the film is the other crazy yeah. thing like they, they look insanely unsafe but <laughs> yeah but yeah they, they're all real it's great um i think it was um steven spielberg that said like i can't believe a that they're not still making that movie and b <laughs> that nobody died yeah for real oh yeah we're we're about to get to some insane stunts oh my goodness coming up but uh yeah <laughs> Uh, this is also where, uh, so everyone's riding out in this big war party, and this is also where we get introduced to the Doof Warrior, who I want special shout-outs to the Doof Warrior, because what an insane concept brought to life. Yeah. He's the literal, like, it's this car that is a stack of war drums on the back with people, like, playing, like, bashing these drums, and then just this wall of amplifiers and a man... <laughs> suspended in what can be described as like a red onesie <laughs> and with yeah. like uh, a, a insane like skull mask strapped to his face he's suspended by like a whole bunch of like trapeze kind of things or like wires <laughs> in the air while playing a double necked guitar that shoots yeah. fire like that <laughs> that's the description of what we're seeing on screen and it's the best yeah. thing it's the best thing ever committed to film. <laughs> Heck yeah. And the fact, like, the guitar worked. Yeah. does shoot fire. Um, and, like, so the guy who auditioned... So, okay, this is what I mean in that um, George Miller wrote a full backstory for the Doof Warrior. And then the guy who plays him, oh, Iota, yes. um, is his stage yeah. name, came in, like, for the audition, covered himself in dirt... <laughs> And was like, I want to be your Doof Warrior. And then hung there for like three months, just like improvising on the guitar and just having the best time. Hell yeah. It's, yeah. that's, that's a fantastic story. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. Oh to, oh, to be the Doof Warrior. Yeah. Honestly, if society starts to go in any way further south, I'm getting a Doof Warrior ready. 
Holy shit. I'm auditioning for Duff Warrior. It's that, like, most people prepare for the apocalypse by getting, like, canned food. But Garrett's <laughs> just training a warrior guitarist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I've kept this friendship going? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I see. Hey, James, right. um, can you play the guitar at the stag do? Um, you know, get back into the guitar, da 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 da. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. All right. Well, hey James, hey, the weather's a bit bad. Can I strap you to a to a car now? <laughs> <laughs> There's no room in the car, James. How would you feel about uh just riding on the front for a little bit? <laughs> You're hanging there playing the like a guitar on the front of my Toyota Rav Four. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the same, right? Yeah, true. Could you play a little louder, James? My radio doesn't work. Um, yeah. I've run out of uh, Alicia Keys CDs. <laughs> I need to... <laughs> Could you turn it up, mate? Sing a little louder. Put on this onesie. Um, yeah. Oh, I love the I love the Diff Warrior. Special shout-outs to you on the show. Yeah. Amazing. Diff Warrior listens to Pink Floyd. Fucking A. He listens to... He's listened to every song that's available in the apocalypse. He's like, <laughs> yeah. the, he has the only record collection to survive. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows every song ever. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's, that's who he is. That's his power. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, we get um, a brief interaction between uh, Nux and Immortan that I'm not really going to get into. Just like showing off that like Nux is like obsessed with Immortan Joe on the same kind of level as all the other war boys. He's like a fanatical follower of him. And yeah. Freaks out that he even gets looked at him by, by Immortan, you know. Um, and yeah, uh, the war rig, uh, meanwhile, is like entering um, enemy territory. And we see the like some other native people out here. Someone called, uh, these guys are called buzzards. And their key difference is that their cars are covered in like rusty iron spikes yeah and they just look like tuscan raider dudes they get like full desert gears on at all times mm. and they're just yeah out here to cause trouble um there's a big battle with some some buzzards as uh yeah the crew don't really know what's up still but they're like we'll fight these guys this is what we do <laughs> it's all good yeah um and yeah we get some st six stunts already um the buzzards, I want to point this out, I didn't notice this until this watch, um, that one of their cars has, like, a full, uh, like, excavator, like, a, like, Tonka truck excavator attached to the front <laughs> as a weapon, which is great. It's yeah. never used, but I just love that it exists. <laughs> they have, they've also got their, like, the one that does a lot of messing up of the war rig is this, like, um, it's got, like, a circular saw attached to an arm. Or like several mm. that are spinning at once and it just jams into the side of the truck. It's amazing. Um, and yeah. <laughs> um, I've just seen that my notes have been auto-corrected to instead of a Morton Joe, it's uh, important Joe is here <laughs> with his uh, war boys. They show up and they're ready to intercept and join in on this fight. And But they mm. know what's up. So they're coming in to stop everyone in their tracks effectively. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get a sort of brief intro to what the Warboys again are all about here, dying like gloriously, like uh, Vikings or something like that, the equivalent. Um, mm. One of the Warboys, yeah, he gets like shot by a series of crossbow bolts and is dying. And he sprays his mouth 
with uh silver spray paint and like goes all shiny and chrome is what is like said at the time and um yeah calls out for the rest of the war boys to witness him he's witness me and then yeah sacrifices himself by jumping onto the car the the buzzard's car and jam jamming it with an explosive spear so goes out in a literal explosion and this is like yeah. very typical end to a war boy's life i believe <laughs> yeah. um this is what they all want for sure yeah fun fact after this movie um edible uh silver spray paint for like cakes and stuff spiked massively it was like yeah. the only thing that you couldn't buy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's um yeah there's like an amazon page for this stuff and like all but two of the reviews are in character as people pretending to be war boys <laughs> that's the best yeah <laughs> all the other like colors of these paints are normal and then it's just like we die shiny and crow <laughs> it's like what it's like some grandparent like making an anniversary cake just not knowing what's going on oh i love it uh, um, the um the spray that this guy does as well is perfectly in time with that descending scale in the soul yeah. of money i really wish he was jumping and like mid like descending scale there that would have been perfect yeah. but otherwise that's that's still pretty good that's still a sink um yeah and yeah uh they the fight basically just keeps going <laughs> i can't i'm not <laughs> gonna sit here and describe every stunt that happens in this movie because i'd be here we'd be here for like four hours and because they're very extensive and impressive oh yeah uh, so i'm just gonna hit like some key ones and then move on basically is my plan for this um cool i like that uh yeah so they the fight continues and um max and the and uh nux and his and nux's brother <laughs> all here and they ride they get ahead because they're riding out ahead and they um head straight they're heading straight for this huge enormous dust storm that's on yes. the horizon i think this is like a thunderstorm but it's like whipped up into this huge tornado uh, of dust because we're out in the desert um this is amazing um as soon as they mm. enter the dust storm we get the line uh cruising for a bruising right at the end of money <laughs> yes um and yeah they as part of uh a series of events basically um max gets uh let off of his uh the front of the car in order to counterweight i think a flat tire or something they're like dragging yeah. and getting behind so they have to cut him free um and then yeah his the brother gets thrown off the car and max is hanging on behind uh but as soon as they enter the storm he can't really do anything because he's just mm. blasted back by this huge force of wind and sand and it's awful uh inside the storm it's glorious there's just like wind whipping around flashes of light and lightning it's a really impressive display of cgi here yeah um some of the rare cgi in this film as well yeah definitely um yeah all the storm is obviously fake uh but it looks fantastic uh, mm. there's uh yeah a really beautiful shot of this uh the war rig like nudges a a car who's in pursuit um off to the side and it gets whipped up into the air and like sort of implodes in the force of the storm <laughs> and it in like yeah. slow motion and it just looks outstanding um yeah it's, it's great uh and yeah as as part of the uh chase 
Nux like decides like he's in this horrific lightning storm. He's like, this is how I'm going to die. And so yeah. uh, starts filling the car with like gasoline and tries to ram it in front of the uh, war rig. And like totals his car, destroying it. And the war rig itself is damaged, but keeps going. And he also doesn't explode uh, because the flare that he lights is just sort of thrown out the front of the car and doesn't really yeah, do anything. Yeah, Max gets it. Yeah. Yeah, so he massively fails. But anyway, and that's it. That's the like first big chase sequence. And we've sort of been going like a mile a minute for the last 20 minutes straight it's just been yeah. one long chase sequence here uh but get ready because that's the first of like 12 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good uh this movie is yeah it's just one long chase sequences with brief moments to catch your breath and that's mm. the structure and it's the best thing um yeah uh so yeah once we get out of that um we've got the uh, we're mid us and them i believe no we can't be that far uh yes we yes. are we yes, are mid we us are. and them um yeah and yeah it's just we get a shot of like a very long shot of max just lying in the sound slowly like coming to and over mm. the lines um a short sharp shock is when he like springs into action he just sort of like springs up freaking out like not not like being surprised that he's even alive i think yeah and yeah so that's a sweet sink um and yeah he like sort of <laughs> tries to figure out the situation he's still chained to nux who is lying unconscious in the wreckage of his car uh like by attached to like nux's hand or arm and, yeah and he's still wearing this horrific like muzzle across his face uh he tries to blow nux's arm off which is which he's attached to with a shotgun but it doesn't fire because it's full of sand yeah which is a sweet little detail i love this this like this is the like chekhov's gun but in reverse and that this gun is fucked and will never fire but it's used (laughs) multiple times in a way because it can't fire it's brilliant it's Mm. it's very fun um and yeah, uh, he sees the war rig over in the distance and like picks up Nux and the car door that Nux is attached to and brings <laughs> them both. He's just like, well, <laughs> this is what's happening. And um, yeah, rounds the side of the old uh, war rig and sees all these wives. All the wives are like uh, basking and bathing in the water. <laughs> after the storm yeah removing all their like uh terrible yeah. cages and stuff that they had to wear they're wearing like yeah like chastity belts on them basically yeah. uh which they're like cutting free with some bolt cutters very convenient um and yeah yeah uh he like uh we get into any color you like and like max is uh leveling his gun at the at the crew here uh yeah <laughs> which we know doesn't fire um <laughs> and yeah so he like uses the situation uh to uh get some water and then they have a bit of a fight furiosa like starts they sort of battle to the death here effectively yeah. um but yeah in the scuffle max manages to find another gun which is just inside a skull on the side of the war <laughs> which again tells you a whole story just looking yeah. at it it's so good that later yeah. on inside the war rig where there's just guns all over the place 
bits. <laughs> yeah. Just hidden in new ones. secret compartments everywhere. Mm. It's just, yeah, it says a lot about this world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very good. Um, yeah. They So he manages to take control of the situation with this gun and he is basically going to drive away in the war rig and leave. And the, the ladies are like pleading to him that uh they're going to this fabled um green place yeah this uh a place where things grow and it's like this garden of eden kind of idea i guess um an idyllic escape from a morton joe and uh yeah, yeah. but yeah he sort of knocks out knucks and just leaves them in the rig drives away it's pretty pretty rude yeah it's so rude and that's the end of the film uh no <laughs> <laughs> it's fine um the war rig itself it stops in its tracks because there are kill switches inside yeah and so without furiosa they aren't going to be able to drive the war rig uh well max won't be able to drive the war rig so he's like right okay furiosa you can come with me then fine and she's like it's I'm so not good how awkward max is just as a person yeah because i guess it, you would be if you haven't spoken to anyone in years yeah and he's, he's just like you can get him yeah, he's very removed in in terms mm. of like we keep getting seeing these flashes of him um, regretting interacting with people in the past. So he's like very cut off from people in general that he doesn't speak to them. And then um, yeah, that the extra layer there of of him like be, feeling like he'll only betray anyone he gets into contact with, or you know, mm, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, he's very like short with everyone. Uh. And yeah, he. Eventually, through some negotiations, everyone's going to tag along except Nux, who's still left behind. Um, yeah, yeah, he like hitches a wee ride on the back of the um, the little egg on the back. What would you call this thing? The pod, the gas yeah. pod. It's the thing that they're going to trade, which is full of milk <laughs> later on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, everyone's hanging out in the in the cab of this uh, giant war rig. Uh, at the end of playthrough one and this yeah. is, we're getting all he's like finding all the guns as i was talking about and so yeah this is like setting up the next stage of the film if the key cast has been brought together mm. here at the at the end of uh playthrough one all the characters are in place it's great um and yeah getting in playthrough two here we go uh, Ooh, yeah. At this moment, in my notes, by the way, and right at the end of playthrough two, like final of playthrough one, sorry, final chords of Eclipse rolling through, I hear a timer go off in real life, and <laughs> I don't know what? why. I don't know. There's no one in my house except for me at this time. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it must have been my neighbors, but like it was like it's like a what like an egg timer just went off. And I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, how long did it keep going off for? I don't not long. It was just like the ding at the end of an egg timer. Ah. And that was it felt very final and good, but Yeah, I, right I at the end scared. of the album. I was scared of real life suddenly sinking <laughs> with the thing that I do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just wanted to note that <laughs> and then oh, move man. on. Uh, it doesn't happen. Life's often. turning into a video game for you and you've just achieved like, oh God, a round number of Pink Floyd listens. Oh no. Who's the player <laughs> character here? I don't know. Oh, uh, neither of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we're getting into the next part. Um, the 
all the people from we see that the the war party has been joined by members of the bullet farm and mm. and gas town have come along um the the gas town guy is called uh the people eater <laughs> that's his name <laughs> <laughs> yeah and his hobby yeah fair enough he's got like this mm. cu- nose covering which i don't know about later on we see that he's got really fucked up bound feet <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's his deal. and he has little holes in his shirt to just let his nipples feel the desert air hey man <laughs> that's that's what he likes he likes eating yeah people i've got nothing against that feeling the breeze <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh he's breathing in the air as we get into breathe through, through his <laughs> hey, nipples. There we go. um and yeah uh max goes back to check on why this uh like fuel pod starts like dragging uh nux has like sabotaged it and is sneaking up yeah. to the front and he makes a very futile attempt to um strangle furiosa and then is like immediately thrown out the side of the car because he's like weak and inept but i guess because he's a sick war boy you know um yeah but yeah they sort of like argue with nux uh the the wives do they argue with him about like his rationale by behind what he does you know why does he follow a morton joe they're like questioning his ethics and all this stuff um because they're coming from different perspectives about who a morton joe is and what he represents so yeah yeah nux has been completely like indoctrinated and worships him his whole life whereas the wives know the real guy yeah so it's interesting here that like he's mm. having to like reassess his worldview as he's being tossed from a moving vehicle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. a combo! Yeah, it's a bad time. <laughs> for Nux. Uh, it's about to get worse. Um, yeah, we get a race towards an early grave playing here. The little uh, vocal indent. Good times as we get into on the run. The last oh, yeah. lines of breathe there as we go on into the canyon the next obstacle here uh yes uh it's it's weird here that we get into on the run over not like a big chase sequence i was hoping mm. that every time it would align with something like that again like shooting fish in a barrel but amazingly no um at this instance it's more of like if we get to slow down to a stop uh, <laughs> yeah the opposite of what pink floyd wanted yeah, there's a uh, small interaction between Furiosa and Max that, like, she tells him how the kill switches work so that he can drive away and sort of save the rest of the uh, wives if this thing goes south. Um, yeah. That if this interaction with the bikers goes south. that she, uh, So as, like, a sign of good faith, really, where as Max is still, like, insanely not trusting. He's holding mm. one of the wives, like, hostage and that he has the rest go back inside the other like tank part of the rig but keeps one like close so that furiosa like doesn't try anything so yeah. it just shows the like disparity where like furiosa is like desperately she's not like trying to bargain with him anymore she's just like this is how it is going and so mm. this is what i care about um yeah so she just i thought that was nice that she gives him this like little piece here and it's like he ref- even refuses to tell her uh, his name in this moment as well. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, when I yell f- fool, <laughs> um, <laughs> then do this," which is great. Um, and yeah, so yeah, she tries to do this gambit thing with the um, the old uh, pod at the back, 
tries to offer it to the bikers and the bikers are like now nah, you said there might be a few people following you but there's it's like literally the population of the two <laughs> three scariest towns yeah it's like everyone we know within like 400 kilometers is here yeah chasing you uh, <laughs> so they're kind of pissed about this and she's like ah oh, okay it's not gonna go well and then yeah mm. they the 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 rest of the war party is rolling up behind them closing in because they've stopped and yeah the the clocks all go off uh here on oh, the crash sound doesn't go over anything notably yeah it's just her like getting out of the car and the clocks go off as the war party rolls in and when furiosa calls out to max to like go she's like yeah she's like fool <laughs> go <laughs> and yeah they drive on and the, the next part begins um yeah these bikers they collapse like the big part the big ravine here yeah sort of blockading the rest of the war party from continuing on um or slowing their progress somewhat anyway uh, apart yeah most of the vehicles can't get past this yeah uh, and yeah they sort of chase after the war rig on their bikes uh yeah the um yeah nux we see that everyone's like pulled up at this uh at the other side of the blockade trapped and nux like has caught up here as well and is brought aboard uh a morton joe's car because he has a sort of sign of life that the wives are alive he's got like a piece of fabric from one of their dresses or something and so yeah, like and he kind of knows what the war rig is like and all that yeah. stuff yeah he's he's got insider info about what's going on so yeah. yeah he's brought on and uh yeah it's great for nux he's like hell yeah i get to meet my like savior <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but yeah um yeah meanwhile these these bikers are like in hot pursuit of the war rig i love them just like jumping across the road in front of the and above the war rig just toss mm. like lobbing grenades into it <laughs> oh it's great amazing like th this just kind of sweet stunt that is like done for real <laughs> yeah like having... oh, in addition to the stunt people we had Cirque du Soleil performers and like Olympic athletes oh my to, god like, round out this crew insane yeah oh it's amazing uh yeah in this moment the like the little pod rolls off and explodes uh I guess it's, this must mean it is full of gas then <laughs> I just noticed yeah it must be the big one that's full of milk then yeah just a lot of milk and a little bit of gas yeah <laughs> all right there you go weird that's my coffee order <laughs> Gross. yeah like a flat white trim flat white uh Just a lot a little bit of petrol a lot of milk a little bit gas. <laughs> <laughs> just that little kick to get up and go you know yeah oh my god uh yeah there's some like yeah so they sort of are harried by these um these bikers and yeah it's just just lots of sh gunfights breaking out where they're shooting them as they're flying over the road it's great mm. um and yeah uh the slow part in time comes up uh, as the uh a morton joe has like circumvented the blockade because he's got huge monster truck wheels <laughs> uh and he's closing in and he like levels a gun to shoot furiosa who's at the driver's seat but the um uh the wives hang out of the car 
and yeah. protect in this like really great shot um we see uh what's her name um um rosie huntington whiteley's character yes who, by the way these wives have the worst names they yeah. super do yeah uh her name is yeah splendid angharad but i'll just say yeah. splendid for ease of ease of uh speaking um yeah she's like heavily pregnant and um mm. is like leaning out in this flowing white dress and all the wives are gathered like around protecting her it's a really beautiful shot and oh heck yeah yeah it's it's it tell it says a lot while saying like while showing very little it's cool um mm. and yeah uh so yeah he's like forced to uh back off for a bit but yeah roll trying to get uh still get there he sends nux in <laughs> too he's like you get aboard there and get the wives out go this is your time yeah. to shine boy <laughs> Um, I will personally take you to Valhalla and he sprays his mouth with the um, cake decorator. Yeah. Very, very good moment for Nux, but oh, he yeah. bloody blows it. He jumps onto the side. He's handed a pistol as well to like yeah. take out Furiosa. And um, yeah, like jumps onto the side and immediately is like knocked off dropping the pistol. It's very sad. And um, yeah. yeah, Morton's like mediocre and <laughs> just drives on. <laughs> um, rough rough as guts mm-hmm. for nux um and yeah we get into a great gig as uh morton takes the opportunity himself to try and stop this he gets his boys to fire a harpoon at the steering wheel of the <laughs> of the um of the war rig tearing it yeah. free <laughs> and so they've got to drive with like the bolt cutters attached to the little stick where the steering wheel was <laughs> amazing <laughs> oh yeah uh but yeah um it's very this is the rough bit where (laughs) um in order to try and get away um the the wives are helping out and crawling all over the sides of the um war rig including splendid who um thinks that they're getting away and everything's fine and um is about to climb up but slips and Mm. tragically falls off the side and immortan sees her fall and like drives his car like hard left over flipping it like trying to avoid hitting her but does run her down uh it's awful everyone hates everyone hated that um and yeah she yeah she still dies in this moment even though he like Mm. swerved to avoid her but yeah it's awful this happening over great gig though really works and then it's like this really tragic moment because um, there's like a fake out that happens where you think she's fallen off the car and she kind of had ducked back and that yeah. happens when they're saying i'm not frightened of dying on the pink floyd album <laughs> yeah um yeah and then it's just the worst fake out because then immediately after it happens again and this time she does fall she does for real die yeah, yeah. i don't know why they filmed it that way maybe it's just yeah just to like really show that it was this awful accident you know yeah it definitely gets you a lot worse the mm. like surprise because yeah. you kind of you think you're playing by the rules of the movie it's like ah close one yeah and then, but yeah. no tragedy tragedy strikes uh yeah. and yeah uh everyone they managed to get away because um immortan joe's like flipped his car <laughs> in performing yeah. this maneuver and yeah all everyone's stressing out one of the one of the wives wants to run back and um rejoin them i believe cheeto mm. is her name <laughs> cheeto uh, the fragile yeah played by courtney eaton there you go um if you have trouble remembering that gang courtney eaton 
Cheetos. Eating Cheetos. Right? No. Delicious. No, no I got it. That's good. Okay, feel. <laughs> my emotion, my ego on that joke was a lot like Cheeto. Franchise. Oh, oh wow. There we are. <laughs> Here he is. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she wants to like run back and cut their losses, but yeah. Mm. Um, Furiosa kills like some scouting bikers that are trying to re- again capture them. And so, yeah, it's no good. Um, yeah. And yeah, they're driving on. There's a bit of discussion of the green place again here over Great Gig, talking about um, people's motivations and stuff. It's like a quite another breather moment. I'm glad this happens over Great Gig as well. Um, yeah. We got, uh, yeah, we get some motivations from um, Furi- Furiosa and also Nux, who is stowed away in the back of the war rig after this uh, confrontation. He's very sad because he thinks that uh, he'll never get into Valhalla now <laughs> and that yeah. he's, like, um, failed a Morton Joe completely. And, um, yeah, another one of the wives is goes back there and, like, discovers him and, like, comforts him in this moment. And it's really mm. lovely. Um, a, lot, a little fun fact here as well is that Nux has named each of his little, like, tumor bumps on his necks. I believe, like, Gary and Larry? Um, yeah. Barry and... Harry and Barry? I, Harry and Barry. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I was talking about this with someone else, and neither of us could get... We both chose different names again, and they were well, different to the names you've given. Oh, my God. Well, it's... Maybe it's like, a, um... Everyone hears it different. It's the secret. Um, that's the only cut changes. But different cinemas had different bump names. Yeah. And every <laughs> otherwise <laughs> exactly the same. Oh my god. Um, but Nicholas um, Holt. Oh my yep. god. Yeah, right. Nicholas Holt drew the faces on those himself. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's great because yeah, he would have done as a character as well. So yeah, that's hilarious. Um. Yeah, so there's like a, a very sweet to like moment here to like round out this after this tragedy. It gives you like space for it, which is very good. Like yeah, tiny. which again, uh, so few films do. Yeah, uh, and yeah, they uh, cut back to the cab now. They're like counting up all the ammunition they have, which is not much. And um, mm. yeah, they drive on into the night. Now, night in this movie, <coughs> we haven't seen it before now, but we've got like. In the desert, everything's, like, very orange, obviously. Uh, but at nighttime, everything is insanely blue. It's Yeah. It's, like, too blue, I would say. My one complaint about this movie is that the nighttime scenes are very blue. Well, um, I think they shot all the night scenes in broad daylight as well and just color-corrected it. Wow. Okay. I don't know if that's what good. <laughs> no. Um, it, it is... It makes for good, um, like uh like shot blocking kind of thing they use the lighting well in that like they have um people holding candles and lanterns and things and Mm, when they have that like insanely bright yeah it's like full color regular um like coloration but everything else is cut in this it's almost like monochrome blue like it's very very starkly different again i guess going for this like graphic novel graphic novel style um yeah it's it's just an interesting choice they've made here um and yeah we're getting into money solo over this harsh lighting and yeah this is where uh it's like very swampy and messed up the rig's like getting stuck in this muck because it's very heavy and full of milk and um uh, (laughs) they uh set up some mines and stuff 
in order to like slow down the pursuers that are chasing after them um and yeah we get a like brief uh interaction with the baddies as well like uh they've what's going on with them yeah this nighttime sequence um conversations between the bullet farmer and the people eater <laughs> and <laughs> and Morton himself uh having a chat about like what their tactics are and how much they're like wasting and losing about this situation and they're all bickering between each other meanwhile um there's like a surgeon within uh the car that Morton is driving uh trying to revive his dead wife <laughs> it's yeah. awful and yeah they like uh he tries to like save the baby from her as well but the baby's like too premature and dies as well it's very awful um but yeah Hmm. stark scenes here for the baddies yeah it's also kind of because then um like the dumb like the dumb henchman um Hmm. yeah like he even gets this beautiful moment of like humanity when he gets to kind of mourn what would have been his baby brother yeah so sad and so like yeah they lovely they all like celebrate him as this warrior they're like i had a baby brother and he was perfect in every way and they're like call that out because that's like their the way they are brought up right they're they're celebrating this tragedy (laughs) effectively um but yeah it's 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 very yeah it is very like heartfelt kind of thing because they are a family mm. weirdly and that it's yeah. like it's an insanely fucked up situation but yeah <laughs> um yeah it's a, it's a touching moment for old rictus erectus <laughs> yeah uh, amazing uh so the bullet farmer is fucking sick of waiting in this mark he's got a car that has tank treads yeah um, which is good for him because it means that he can go across this muck easily while the rest of the uh, war party are fairly slowed down by this. And so he's like, I'll go, my boys and I will go in and deal with this. Uh, don't you worry. Um, we'll bring back the wives. It's going to be all all fine. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Um, we go into yeah, Money's outro rolling in as they try and get away, away, away. <laughs> <Which is nice. laughs> and then we go into us and them as... Uh, yeah, Nux has decided basically to switch sides at this point. He's like, I'm coming along with you. I don't re- like, it is cool that he has like a character flip here and, and that he's sort of found acceptance with these new people. Don't mm. know if I buy it. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's, it is like, I don't know. Maybe I'm too, like, this world is such like a horrible, cynical place. It is lovely to have this moment of humanity where like Nux like figures out, he's like, had like a full journey of self-discovery yeah um so maybe i'm just too cynical but um yeah he is on the side of the goodies now here he is our boy yeah which is cool um but yeah i feel like he'd be pretty easily flipped like even though he's it's true so into joe like i think if you're the kind of person or in this kind of world where you just unquestionably Mm. believe someone's great like to have the chance to question it i think you'd be like oh okay yeah sweet. it's true you're you're abs- you're right you've convinced me really and that oh, like wow. he's like see that's how easy it is i'm like nux man i'll flip like that <laughs> um yeah no uh he's like yeah it's it's interesting because like yeah he's so ready to believe stuff and when it like doesn't go he was certain that he was going to die in a blaze of glory like multiple times yeah. And when it doesn't happen, he feels like he's, like, brought to the realization that, like, maybe this isn't what he was here for, you know? 
Like, mm. or maybe that wasn't how he was supposed to go. And so maybe sticking around with these guys, he'll be able to be able to um, find what he's looking for, you know? Yeah. Because he hasn't found it with the following Joe's orders, you know? Yeah. For so it sure. could be, could be that. I don't know. Um, yeah. There's a <laughs> sweet bit uh, where they're like stopped in the muck and they're trying to get away and do stuff. And uh, Furiosa uses Max's shoulder to like steady a sniper rifle to shoot out the light of the um, bullet farmer's car. Uh, I just like this. It's a really small moment in this film, but like, it's a really, I think it's really important and great. And mm. that like, I think it's, uh, it's Max trying to shoot the gun first. He like aims the gun and can't like hold it steady enough for a shot. And he gives it to Furiosa who steadies it on his shoulder and I just think that's like a perfect encapsulation of what this movie's about, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's about like having these people help each other, and that's how they get through this situation, you know? Yeah, and the fact he was willing to give up the gun and everything. Is like, yeah, it's great. It's like yeah, showing it so much, showing this character development for Max as well. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, um, but oh. yeah, the, they fucking nailed the shot and the. <laughs> um, the light explodes blinding the bullet farmer guy yeah uh, and like quite a funny little sequence where he like blindfolds himself and keeps going he's coming in holding two uzis stand, <laughs> standing christ-like on the front of his car and just um unloads on these people clearly going against uh a morton joe's orders here as well mm. he doesn't give a fuck he just wants to go home and so he's like <laughs> killing everyone <laughs> is his plan um and yeah uh they are desperately trying to get away while being attacked by this insane blind man <laughs> and uh they're using like a tree out here in the in the swampy swamps to like winch themselves out of the muck it's great yeah. that um the just like fun timing stuff that the tree fully falls over into the muck when the war rig is freed it's just like good timing stuff i like that it's dramatic yeah. um yeah and yeah they managed to drive away to high ground here with nux at the wheel because he's like he knows like how to handle this war rig because he's trained his entire life <laughs> to drive these things yeah you know uh amazing um and yeah at this point as well they get away a little bit and max is like I'm going to go out in the night to deal with these people because they're still out there and they need to like refuel the car to get away. And so they, he's like, I'll, I'll go out there into the darkness and do it. And if I don't come back, you can just drive on. Yeah. I love that as well. Cause she's like, what if you're not back when we're ready? And he's yeah, like, like, so taken aback by that idea. He's like, of course you'd leave me behind. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah. Like he is so used do. to not being cared about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, and then, yeah, he goes out in the darkness and they, like, there's a little, like, montage of them, like, refueling this uh, big um, big war rig. It's great. Um, and, yeah, he returns. Max returns out of nowhere. We don't see what happened at all. But he comes back with a steering wheel, a bunch of ammunition, and even a shoe from for Nux. In the sequence... <laughs> um, I forgot to mention this in the storm, like a little brief uh, fun thing is that um, as part of the fight, uh, Max gets his shoe pulled off 
by uh, a guy by the Nux's brother who's like trying to grab onto him. So he's missing a shoe for that sequence, and then he steals Nux's shoe when they're going to the war rig. And so he has shoe, and now Nux doesn't have a shoe. And so he comes yeah. back with a shoe for Nux, especially because he knew that Nux needed one. Again, that's like a really cool little detail. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice. Um, and yeah, he's covered in blood and stuff, but it's not it's not his not his blood. Yeah, he cleans it off with a bit of milk. <laughs> it's great. Um, but yeah, I, it's kind of weird to me that they don't show what happened. Like, I get I get why they didn't it's like it's more dramatic that way but it's just like oh he goes out there in the night and then he comes back and he's got all the stuff and it's like okay you know like i don't know they show like a big explosion go off in the distance yeah but that's about it you know you don't really i don't know i i kind of like it it's like yeah it was just you know a little too brutal don't worry about it man yeah it's just yeah max is a badass just gets stuff done you know you don't need to know You've seen it all before. You already know <laughs> what he's up to. Um, and yeah, so they drive on. And this is where we get our fucking stilt rider, guys. There's like, in the distance, in, in this blue swamp world, there's these guys walking around on like stilts on all four of their appendages. Yeah. <laughs> out and about. This is just how people hang out here in this swamp. It feels very Jim Henson's Labyrinth to me mm, for sure yeah have, dark crystal kind of vibe yeah having these guys here i love them i just I, yeah i just ah. yeah i reckon these are people and this is just how they hang out here i don't think they're like creatures or whatever but this, no this is just yeah. how people maneuver through this swampy world you know yeah it's just the way they've adapted to do it but i love that even the characters kind of look at them like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah that's weird they're like that's weird. yeah even here i've seen a lot of stuff in this one day but that's the weirdest that take these stilt boys takes the cake <laughs> what is going on if this movie had been made in the 90s and was also a sitcom like one of them would have just been like don't go there <laughs> don't go there that's where the yeah. stilt boys live and the crows <laughs> a bunch of crows out here as well you know yeah I think they just call, they later call those guys crows as well, don't they? Oh, do they? Oh, it's just like, part, I think so. it's just who they are? Okay. Yeah, unless they were actually just talking about the crows themselves. I think they were, I missed I'm it. pretty sure they were talking about literal crows, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oops. I don't know. Uh, could be, either way. <laughs> uh, it fits the theme anyway. There's crows, swamps, stilt boys, it all ties together. Um, yeah. Yeah, we get uh, the the line down and out singing in as um, over us and them, as you know, uh, as Max awakens again from more like horrific visions from his dream. He's down and out in this moment. He out cold, having a sleep, mm. having a sleep amongst. Uh, here's this is like the first time he's slept in this movie, I believe, other than like being knocked out after that storm. <laughs> yeah, um, doesn't wouldn't be very restful. No. Uh, but yeah, he wakes up and is still alive. Everything's fine. Um, uh, yeah, she he questions Furiosa and asks her if this the place, this green place that they're looking for is even real. And she's like, yeah, I was born there. That's where I'm from. She like has a little bit of a bit of a moment. And she talks about how she's looking for they're looking. She's looking for safety for the people around her. But she's also looking for redemption for mm. something. 
you know, for failing in some way in the past. Yeah. Which isn't clear in this moment, but we'll find out more. Um, and yeah, uh, we're getting into any color you like as uh, the war rig is back in the desert, pulling up in more desert dunes. And we see uh, this watchtower that Furiosa remembers. And there's a like naked woman up there hanging out. Yeah. Just like calling Interestingly, out. they CGI'd underwear onto her for some uh, markets. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. But not New Zealand, because we were scucks. We got it. Yeah, man. We're fine. It's all good. We can see... <laughs> we know what the body looking like. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She's up there just, yeah, calling out. This is where we get the... There's a there's a meme update with James. Hello. Welcome to meme update. It's James. Oh, um, finally. My favorite... reason I tune in. Yeah. Meme update. This is where we get the... the it's bait meme. There's a little... Uh, just a brief segment of... Um, mad max pointing up at this and going that's bait <laughs> oh yeah and that's a meme yeah it is it's like when someone's trying to like bait someone else into an argument they'll be like uh... they'll just send this like this gif of mad max going like that's bait <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah it's good yeah yeah okay. yeah there you go that was oh, meme update thank... <sighs> another beautiful episode i can't wait till it wins at pulitzer <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to be famous for a meme update. That's <laughs> yeah. that's no good. This podcast, uh, sure, but like a meme update within a podcast, <laughs> no, thank you. I'll take I'll take my lumps. I'll I'll get out of there. Don't want it. Oh man! I remember I was with two friends who were talking about a meme, and I didn't understand it. And I searched it up, and I ended up clicking on the Washington Post's explanation of like <laughs> what does their good dogs brought or whatever it was mean oh no and i had to be like oh guys i'm not cool i'm trusting the washington post yes it's fine memes. i'm signed to their newsletter so i can get in <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'm not behind the paywall <laughs> it's me and like one elderly senator trying to get like hip and we're both learning about memes from yeah. the same source yeah it's you and whoever updates the president about memes he's giving his own <laughs> meme reports that are like oh. all sourced <laughs> Oh, I would not be surprised if that exists. That's probably real, right? Like a cultural yeah. expert, maybe, <laughs> for, like, the internet, yeah. Yeah. Internet historians. They probably, they probably um, almost definitely got them after Obama. Like, Obama didn't need one, but they're nah. like, future presidents are going to need this guy. Yeah. They're going to need to. The yeah. average age of the president, like, they typically aren't going to get the memes, so yeah, they need sure. that help secretary of memes <laughs> oh no and then joe biden's explaining to them like the latest garfield comic <laughs> he, he gets that <laughs> yes it's like have you guys you guys heard of dilbert love this guy <laughs> oh no um yeah so anyway so they they pull up here and furiosa comes out of the car and talks about her mother and her family mm. Um, and then, yeah, all these old ladies on motorbikes pull up. These yes. ladies, uh, they're called the Vuvalini, is their, like, tribe. And they're they're badasses. <laughs> they're just a bunch yeah. of old women who have been hanging out here as, like, a, a society of cool women. <laughs> and that's their <laughs> whole deal. Um, yeah, they used to live in the Green Place, but as we find out over a bit of brain damage, that the Green Place is indeed the swamp that they've just driven through and it's yeah. been all messed up and poisoned and it's un uninhabitable now unless you've got a pair of stilts 
or a four sets of stilts, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to get your hands involved if you want to get in that swampy <laughs> swamp. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's very sad. Only these so, like only these old mothers remain, and that's it. Yeah, and it's um so Ash Furious is learning that there is no green grass, um, green place, no grass covered home. Mm. Um, Pink Floyd's saying that the lunatic is on the grass, and the lunatic yeah. is in my home. Dang. Are Pink Floyd suggesting that Hope is a lunatic? Perhaps. That's one of the... A sampled explosion from the movie Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And yeah, she's like messed up by this news. She goes and... um, Heck yeah. Out into the desert and just takes off her prosthetic arm, which is... I don't think we've mentioned. Maybe we have. She's got a really cool, like, robotic prosthetic arm thing that she has. Yeah. yeah, she takes that off and just collapses into the sand, like, crying out in anguish. Mm. Uh, yeah, because she feels like she's lost that chance at redemption. She's failed again in this moment, yeah. you know. It's really awful. And it's really well acted as well. It's, oh, heck yeah. It's a really, it's a really uh, beautiful shot of her just, like, the wind is just tearing up this desert. It's just sand flying everywhere. And she's just yelling out crying in the desert it's amazing it's a great shot um mm. and yeah with the super blue light <laughs> night comes back again and everyone's having a having a chat and hanging out because this is as good as it's gonna get at this moment um <laughs> sort of planning what they're gonna do next they're hanging out looking at the stars the old ladies are bonding with Morton joe's wives Mm-hmm. Um, one of them shows off a little handbag full of seeds <laughs> and plants that they're growing, which I really love. Yeah. Um, and yeah, talking about how there used to be enough, uh, food and resources for everyone, but then, yeah, this other system was put in place and yeah, it's very sad. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, we, I like that. Um, oh, a satellite goes over and, yeah. uh, Zoe Kravitz's character, um, says that, they used to transmit shows and everyone had a show, meaning that this film did accurately um, predict the 2020 rush of podcasts. <laughs> so true. <laughs> They're like, before the end, before the apocalypse, everyone's <laughs> going to have their own show. Yeah. You know, beamed into space. Yeah, she predicted it. She knew. Oh, yeah. She, she knew well. there would be Sink Floyd waiting out the apocalypse. Yeah. She's catching it on her podcatcher down there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Like any good listener should. Uh, amazing. <laughs> What's but the yeah, one we... podcast platform that will last into the into the apocalypse? Uh, Stitcher Premium. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Stitcher. Only, only the premium service as well. Oh, you have no. To, and it, it's run by a Morton. <laughs> You've got to... <laughs> you're paying straight into his pocket. He's oh. the Stitcher. He's out there stitching uh, podcasts and war boys back together. <laughs> shout outs to stitcher i'm sure we're available there um i think yeah yeah we are if you're listening on stitcher or stitcher premium please let us know um yeah yeah Uh, let us know what it's like on the other side of the apocalypse (laughs) i'm sure it's fine stitcher listeners they're just they're just more prepared they're sensible folk um Mm. 
yeah, we're getting into, yeah, the final part of the second play here as we've wound down another crazy journey here. We've just, we've made it to the end of our journey at this point or what we thought was the end over Eclipse. It's great. And um, yeah, Max is like updating this little like needle point map that he's got. Yeah, he's this premium stitcher. He for real is. Yeah, he's he's like doing a bit of, uh, yeah, like needle point stuff. It's great. <laughs> it's very well done artful um oh yes yeah um and yeah he sort of has a chat with uh furiosa about what will happen next and um yeah their plan is to ride across the quote endless salt flats and <laughs> that they could go for around 160 days before running out of water or supplies so that's how far this place is um yeah uh and yeah they're gonna leave the war rig to max to do whatever he wants and yeah um she's like you come with us and max is like no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> so i'm gonna yeah. he's st- again like he's thought about it but he's yeah he's still messed up by everyone he's tried to help in the past just getting killed and yeah the ptsd of that's too much um and mm. yeah yeah, so the next morning uh, we get a shot of Max like looking at the approaching convoy of uh, attackers. The pursuers are still coming. And yeah. Um, yeah, we get a few more like tortured visions of the child again. Uh, but it, it allows him to like realize something um, about what should go on now. Like the, the, the child like helps him figure something out. And so he rides out to uh, the ladies. He drives... Uh, his own little motorbike to catch up with them um mm. which i guess they left him one which is quite kind um yeah and yeah he in- he intercepts he intercepts them and um says that they should go back to the citadel from where they came because that's the mm. best shot that they have at getting the resources they need like that's a place where things grow it's a place where there'd be water and it's also a place that's currently uninhabited <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah there's only the commoners and like the weak war boys there right now. So, yeah. you know, um, yeah. So that's the plan. The plan is to go back the way they came to the mountain pass that they got to before and block it off again behind them. And, mm. and Nux, uh, would be coming along with them and would be bringing them home basically as like a triumphant, uh, war boy escort, like bringing home the, wives of a morton joe you know that's yeah the, that's the play anyway and so they're like okay uh uh max mentions that this would be a shot at redemption for furioso and she's like all right they're in they do the the classic predator clasping of hands yes yeah. why isn't this one taken off as much hell yeah it's just as good yeah i, I guess it's like overall like less muscly on average mm less like muscle bound clasp but it's still bloody good um and yeah we cut back to the uh, morton joe and his crew who are just like snoozing (laughs) just like hanging out having lost the people i guess they're still in the like mucky muck of the swamp waiting (laughs) for the bullet farmer to come back or whatever yeah yeah man he's been gone a while (laughs) yeah they're just chilling like oh man having a snooze but then there's like a guy up on a big stilt who notices the war rig going back the other way (laughs) and they're like oh what and so they the chase is back on going in the opposite direction it's great um 
And they get going just for On the Run to start, which yes. is very good. Premium. That was, yeah, my next note. The final chase of the whole movie is starting here right on On the Run. So it's redeemed yeah. itself for me uh, after the Bang. last one being in a chill moment. So, yes, I'm very excited. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is a really long sequence of just insane stunts. This is where we get oh to goodness, see... Yeah. Um, yeah they're driving max's car they've like retrofitted it to be one of these war boy cars and they're mm. fucking it up um and then yeah there's like a bunch of stuff that happens so i'm gonna go through some of it uh yeah we've got the um the crash down with and on the run plays uh it does align with something at least the bike of one of the um uh ladies one of the old ladies here uh the one who was up in the tower actually the the naked lady um yeah it uh flips and crashes and then uh over the clocks kicking in she's firing shots into immortan cho's windscreen <laughs> which is awesome but yeah, yeah unfortunately she gets taken out by the uh not the bullet farmer the other guy the, the people eater people eater guy yeah he runs her down very sad um mm. yeah they had uh, like pinning they're doing the uh the 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 people are closing in and they're shooting harpoons at the back of the um uh war rig and they're using the same bloody bolt cutters that they've been using throughout the whole movie to detach these harpoons max yeah. and, max and nux are back there trying to cut them free it's great i just love that these bolt cutters have made it all the way through the movie as this incredibly useful item yeah um, like the real chekhov's yeah chekhov's cutters here yeah um yeah this is also we would describe this was described earlier and um wasn't shown but we get some polecats here who are oh, yes. i guess our cirque du soleil members um, yeah coming in on big poles that are like flowing backwards and forwards attached with a counterweight to the back of a um of a truck and they're just swinging in and dropping bombs and jumping onto uh the war rig very like pirate style like boarding party yeah. jumping onto the backs of cars it's great um and yeah so there's lots of uh hand-to-hand combat and gunfights breaking out all over the <laughs> all over the warrig here <clears throat> there's a um uh one of the old ladies gets uh shot and she like grasps at her bag with full of seeds it's very sad but she mm. later on gets time to shine uh, with a very cool stunt just before she dies, I think. She like, yeah. destroys someone. It's great. Um, yeah. Uh, part of the cab of the uh, war rig is pulled free by a harpoon, so it's just open to the elements. Um, there's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just huge fist fights. Furiosa gets um, stabbed in the side with like a dagger kind of thing. I don't know, mm. like, it's like a bone that has a, like, metal, like, blade attached to it. Like a huge end to, like, a tibia or something. <laughs> it's, it's like her secret weapon that she's kept in the cabin. Oh, is it the, the gear stick weapon? That yeah. Is, okay, it's that same one. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a, a very impressive stunt where Max is dangling by his ankles and um, out like to the side of a car and he's yeah. almost getting crushed between two vehicles. 
and yeah somehow miraculously manages to escape that one it's great they're like his own car yeah. is being driven into the side of him basically and it gets crushed between the um uh the the people eaters car and the war rig it's just his car getting like sandwiched between these two things and then exploding mm. it's amazing um and yeah uh he manages to steal the uh people eaters car and like kill him uh yeah well joe kills him like he uses oh, the right. people eater as a shield and joe just does not give a fuck just unloads into him yeah it's yeah just, like yeah destroys him uh and yeah so th- there's just jumping back and forth between these vehicles uh rictus <laughs> erectus jumps onto the um war rig and is trying to take the wives and uh take them over to a morton joe's car which is like now positioned in the front and um furiosa is trying to like make her way around sneak her way around to kill joe in the front and yeah. uh she is like wounded heavily like i think like her lung is punctured we find out later yeah. by this like stab wound um and yeah she's like clambered uh, her way around but richter spots her and like uh as soon as she gets there she like attaches i don't know how she does this but she like sneaks up to um uh a morton joe's like passenger or like door his side door and like strings his um mask that he wears to the axle of the car uh like between the two monster truck wheels yeah with like the leftover harpoon that he'd been using that's right and yeah it like quickly like ravels like fishing pole style and just rips the marks clean from his face killing him instantly yeah it's horrific i'm glad they don't show his face properly they do like at the end but he's been like long dead at that point they don't like yeah. show you the goriness of that thankfully it's always off screen when it's like mm. a fresh wound but damn dude that's a crazy way to die yeah um and yeah uh yeah rictus is like having a battle with max on top of the war rig at the front and uh trying to get to furiosa and trying to like grab these wives and steal them away um and everyone all the wives managed to get uh they're like placed onto a morton joe's car by rictus effectively <laughs> Uh, yeah. because he thinks that Immortan's alive and then yeah Max like manages to get away uh, as well and Nux is the one driving the war rig all mm. on his lonesome and yeah like saves the day basically he pulls he jams on the brakes separating the two cars and Rictus like in a rage like pulls the V8 out the front <laughs> yeah. of the at the front of the war rig it's about to explode and yeah nux is uh sacrifices himself he gets his glorious ending um yeah. to save everybody he like flips the war rig at the exactly between the mountains from before which i all the rubble has been cleared again by the way i don't know if yeah. this is the same passage through the mountains it must be but um yeah yeah they cleared it all on the other side and now it's just collapsed again <laughs> the bikey like cleaner guy comes up and he's like oh i just finished <laughs> well presumably like it was a morton joe's crew that like cleared the oh uh, yeah right? good point. <laughs> yeah in order to get all the people through um mm. but yeah like it's now re-collapsed 
uh, crushing the warrig and yeah, the final shot of this um, chase, we see everyone getting away and the final shot of this chase sequence is all of the uh, vehicles that were in pursuit colliding together. The, like, the Diff Warriors um, big sound stage just collides straight <laughs> into the back of the um, war rig and we see his guitar fly into the center frame before like mm -hmm. everything explodes behind it. It's great. Um, it's yeah, so all of that almost all of that was completely practical they just collided all these wild cars together yeah presumably the guitar is the cgi part but everything else is just real oh that's amazing yeah so all that's all that's left now is just we're wrapping up we've got um furiosa is slowly dying to blood loss mm -hmm. her like lung is collapsed effectively inside and so um acting very quickly max, max moves to save her he like like does a thing to open her like airway so that she can breathe again and then yeah because he's again because he's the universal donor he's able to save uh her life by giving her a blood transfusion because she's lost a lot of blood and um yeah so he he like gives his life to to save hers it's really lovely um yeah so the moral is make sure you know your blood type yeah for real i don't know my yeah. blood type by the way ah actually which is a shame so <laughs> i i could be as as useful in the future as mad max but i i don't yeah. i currently don't know do you know your blood type yeah i'm a universal donor so i'm kind of worried now it's going to be me tied to your car oh um, fueling you up with my high octane crazy blood it could be i'm looking forward to that personally because it's just <laughs> just a little bit of gas and I'm, I'm ready to go you know so yeah it'll be great for me um <laughs> tied to the front of the bus <laughs> <laughs> yeah just my he's my he's my blood bag it's fine you know yeah <laughs> I'm trying to convince the bus driver i'm up there with everyone else's blood bags yeah <laughs> Just in the overhead stows, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, so she... Uh, it's it's at this moment as well where Max has um, saved her life at the end here. Where he... This is where he says that his name is Max. Uh, it's mm. only after all this that he finally, like, feels comfortable, like, sharing who he is with someone else. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it shows, like, yeah, the growth that he's gone through here. Like, to to finally like confide in someone else he's like opened up a bit more yeah after such tragic horrible things have happened in <laughs> yeah. this world um and yeah they roll up back at the side of the citadel and max uh slowly gets out of uh the vehicle he's surrounded by all the commoners and we see all the the child war boys up in the rafters of the um mountain looking down and he reveals the uh, morton joe's body like strapped to the front of the vehicle yeah. like as if it were like uh like a kill from a hunt basically and um yeah everyone's like holy shit the commoners immediately like tosses it off the side and the commoners immediately like start tearing it apart for like i guess like resources like i guess so yeah the cool stuff that joe has i don't know <laughs> his sweet perspex armor i don't know yeah uh his like coffee cards with all the stamps oh mate you know they're gonna be good Damn. yeah a bit of mother's <laughs> he milk. does seem like the kind of guy who would keep those like <laughs> long after the apocalypse to show off yeah they're i would love it they'd probably be medals right that he'd yeah. wear like ah uh, i've got one free <laughs> here we go <laughs> 
uh, at your local service station, <laughs> you can get a free coffee. Nobody knows what that is anymore. Something to do with gas, maybe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, the final son of um, a Morton Joe is up here looking down on them. And uh, yeah, they he's like, all right, let them up. Here we go. He's like, apparently he's probably going to have quite a bit of responsibility now. Uh, yeah, he looks very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably in the sequel, we'll find out what happens here. But uh, yeah, yeah, he decides to let them up. And um, so they drive the car on and they pull up a whole bunch of the commoners as well to come up. And we see that the all the mothers that were being milked <laughs> in the previous scene have opened the floodgates and all the water's pouring out for the commoners, free flowing. And it's mm. looking a little bit brighter, this dark future, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah, they ride up and Furiosa looks around and sees that Max isn't on the platform anymore. And he's like making that he's made his, making his move to leave. He's like, all right, my, my work here is done. Tuxedo mask. Let's go. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and yeah, they exchange a wee look and then that's it. We like, she, it pans, pans down as the, um, as the platform is raised into the air and yeah we get into the vocals of us and them in the credits yeah that's the film baby what did you think how did it sink um okay i reckon yes we had the very good sinks and we definitely were covered in just <laughs> dripping and thematic sinks oh yeah damn right but yeah i don't know there was enough misses in this that mm. i'm kind of like I want to give it what we gave, similar to what we gave something like, um, Children of Men. Yeah, I'm feeling a, very similar, actually. Oh, yeah. Theme-wise, it's a good match, but yeah, like, not too many, like, of our traditional sinks. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. Feel, I'm feeling a similar kind of vein. What did we give Children of Men? Do you remember? I believe it was a seven. Okay. <sighs> yeah, know. yeah, I think it was... A seven or a high six okay yeah I, I i'm feeling i'm feeling six on this one personally and that okay. i think like it's a, a as i said it was a, it's a good tone match but it's um just the driving nature of this movie and that no pun intended but it's like constantly <laughs> you're constantly like moving forward it's there's got it's got a lot of momentum right this whole yeah. thing you just you are fully on the edge of your seat for most of it and when you realize whenever it gives you a chance to take a breath you're like okay like and that isn't a good fit for the album you know yeah for pink floyd to use one of your few quiet moments to play on the run it was yeah yeah that that's work. a big miss so yeah yeah I, and I it's feel... for the well sorry it's for the best because i put on the mad max score at this photo shoot at work the other day and everyone got too stressed out and i had to change it oh yeah that yeah. makes sense dang that's a stressful photo shoot everyone's like yeah. rushing to get things done right they so yeah, much camera shake. Right. <laughs> all, yeah. all the all the photos come out blurry because <laughs> everyone's like fucking freaking out yeah everything's just blue and orange all of a sudden <laughs> i mean great great if you're making like a hollywood movie poster but yeah otherwise, sure. you know <laughs> oh man so yeah i'm feeling like a, a light six on this boy light yeah. six yeah okay does that put it below um pokemon or yeah oh that's the, the lowest six i think we've got i'm looking about at the, the same I, oh, it's okay. above pokemon then it's like yeah it's 
it's yeah it's just above pokemon i would say would you put it above the room which was our other six yeah also yes <laughs> okay <laughs> i could keep Although, going would you put it above hitchhikers or predator no it's below those two okay cool it's it's nestled <laughs> it just betwixt. climbs its way to 10 oh no <laughs> we just go through every film with Ivocado and I'm like, no, nah, it's better than that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. There it is. Okay. Easy Groovy. six. Alrighty. Ah, oh, well, James, hey. just like Mad Max, we don't get a chance to rest and drink the water. We've got to disappear into the crowd and go off on our next um, adventure. So, so true. what are we covering next week? Look, Gareth. We're gonna we're gonna keep moving fast, all right. We gotta we gotta keep driving on, much like the movie that we watched. The, our podcast has no breaks, okay? We yeah. Are, there is momentum here. Life is coming at us fast, Gareth. And if we don't stop to look around, we might miss it. All right. Ooh. We, Ooh no. We're doing Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's oh, yes. day off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a day off. Really, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <sighs> It's gonna be a romp uh oh what a romp indeed yeah it's still a movie oh about driving cars though you know true so yeah that's that's sweet yeah probably mm, no not a much smaller amount of cars get wrecked but you know yeah a fair we'll amount a diff- it was a yeah. different time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wasn't a dystopian future mm. not quite yet all right no nah. So that's what we're up to next week. Have we got anything to promote besides the Jersey Boys and the War Boys? <laughs> Jersey Boys don't need the help of the show, I don't think. But right. um, check it out. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, and you can check out um, Pink Sink Floyd. You can check out Pink Floyd as well. Yeah, they're, check out Pink Floyd. They've got some good albums out there, you know? Yeah, they're all available on stores and streaming services. Yeah. And while you're on a streaming service, why not check out Sink Floyd, oh, the podcast? Stitch a premium. Um, <laughs> which you already are checking out but you can also follow us on twitter at sync floyd pod uh letterboxd at just sync floyd yeah um email us at sync at gmail.com and yeah yep goodness um i've been gareth blackler i've been james Barron. um and we'll see you on the dark side of the moon on the dark side of the moon oh Ooh. Yeah, I turned into a ghost. <laughs> Witness me. Witness me. So I turn into a ghost. <laughs> the ghost has to be canon. Yeah. The <laughs> ghost better make it in, Gareth. Oh, don't worry. Gonna be furious. <laughs> <laughs>